Welcome to Shine.fm's A Closer Look podcast, going a little deeper into the hearts and lives of the artists you hear on Shine.fm. Hello. Hi there. <laughs> how are you? Good. How are you, Chad? I'm doing good. I good. usually have been an early morning riser. On a normal basis, I would not care to get up at any point. I mean, obviously, I've got kids and whatnot. Yeah. And I would not shower and I would not really get dressed and I'd be a scrub all day. But in this quarantine, I'm like up at 630, showered and I didn't today. <laughs> today I slept in and um, whatever. But so how the turntables have turned. Right, right. So you're in Nashville, right? And you have two kids? Three. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't have my video here. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, I've got three, uh, 13, 10 and Seven. So how are you okay. balancing then like the schoolwork thing with three different ages and Wi-Fi stuff? Like how are you doing all the, the schoolwork from home? Um, my wife is doing everything and she's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm doing like the, the, um, uh, what do you, the electives, you know? Oh yeah. Recess and... <laughs> Exactly. I'm doing all, all of those, but my wife has kind of got a good schedule in. Okay. Oddly enough, we're not really that disciplined or schedule people. We're kind of go with the flow, which a lot of times is great. But, you know, obviously we also see the need for our kids to have a schedule, especially like so for the first couple of weeks, it was just whatever summer vacation. Mm-hmm. And then we were like, all right, this is getting out of hand. So we put... <laughs> put in like a whiteboard with like a checklist and blah, blah, blah. And so everybody's like on military uh, schedule. And it's awesome. <laughs> All right. So, you know, you've been doing some fun electives like making bread. Was that fun? <laughs> it was. I, I never, <clears throat> um, did you see that like interview with that lady who was, um, someplace, maybe Chicago or something. And she talked about how, they were, they were snowed in and she talked about baking bread and soup and, um, desserts and getting fat and sassy. And so (laughs) it's this really funny thing of this lady has a funny voice and she's funny looking. Um, and, uh, not to be rude, but she's just funny looking and she's just funny all the way around. So anyway, we decided, decided to bake our own breads. Yesterday I made biscuits from this stuff is so easy and in (laughs) fact dan bremness do you know dan yeah yeah uh, on his instagram he had had the um like the bread recipe so i just literally followed his instagram video made the bread and i've made it a couple times it's so easy that's awesome that's awesome you know you've been navigating this time with your kids also you know trying to you know, you're at home with your band. So as you've been going through this time, what are some of the, the things that you've been learning maybe about yourself or just the things you feel like God has been trying to teach you during this time? Um, I mean, so much, honestly, <laughs> there's so much. And, and I would say that like the big thing, of course, you know, I, I went to like, I was immediately drawn to like Matthew six, which is Jesus talking about teaching us how to pray and teaching us, you know, about if our prayers are in the right place in regards to in the moment. And most of our prayers as human beings have to do with tomorrow Mm -hmm. and all of these plans that we have and all these things we can't control. But 
the context of the words of Jesus are very in the moment. And so that has changed my life a couple of years ago, really, really enjoy what I had, regardless of, you know, all the things that I, that I hadn't, I don't have yet. And so that's a lesson I continue to keep learning that. And there was one other scripture that kind of went along with it, but can't remember what that is now. I've been living in like Psalm 119 and it's unbelievable. Like if you, if you looked at my Bible, you would see all these verses underlined, but you would see (laughs) all these circles and, and the things that I, I just started to read these, you know, like I started in the one tens and I kind of went on from there because usually I'll get through like one through 30 or 40 and then I'll be like, forget and I'll go read something else for a (laughs) while. And so basically what I see here is these are all Psalms of David and he was so committed to God's word and so determined to build his life on his word. And so like all of these things that I've circled are either statements of I will or they're I have chosen, determined, I cling to, I pursue. And then they're also every time it says his word, I'm underlining that. And then it's saying like, how can someone stay pure by your word? I've hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. You know, I delight in your word. When I lie in the dust, you revive me by your word. When I weep with sorrow, you encourage me by your word. I mean, there's a thousand, I trust in your word. You know, there's so much here. And I started to realize like, okay, you know, we read the Bible and everything and it's, it's wonderful. It helps us. It's a, it's a light into our path, you know, but to really like build everything, like literally everything, his main concern wasn't how to run a kingdom or how to, uh, how to uh, be a, a commander of an army or any of that. He knew that all of that would fall into place if you put God's word at the four very forefront. And so it's been a good, um, a good reminder for me to, to bring my life back to the word of God. Not that I ever left it, but that, that it would be the most important thing that I seek that I'm not seeking after the blessings of God, but the, the wisdom and the word of God that, because I know if I, if, if each one of us do this, then when these storms come and these, these catastrophes come, it's like, that's why we're not shaken because we've put our hope on, on and in his word and even Jesus and I'll shut up after this he says this he says heaven and earth will pass away but what my word will remain forever it's eternal mm-hmm. it's life-giving it's power it's peace it's all of these all of these things and so you know for us we shouldn't be scrambling in hard times to find out what God's word says we should be in good times filling our hearts with so much of this stuff so that when hard times come, it ain't no thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So if you had to like sum all of that up into like one thought to encourage a listener, what would you say to somebody who's struggling? I would say to build your life around the word of God, because when you read the word of God, it gives you a clear understanding of who he is, which gives you confidence as his children to be who you are, who he's created us to be. We can trust him. I don't know, for me, I just know it's, it's been super important for me. This whole thing has kind of taught me that really, even though I trust in God's word and 
and, and all of that. Like I put way more time into doing everything else into building my life the way I want it to be built. And, and even the way I want, I feel like God wants it to be built. Like, right. So good things. And I focus all of my energies on, on getting stuff done. Here's a great thought. Actually, it's not mine, but it's a good <laughs> thought. It's, um, Oswald Chambers, which is this dude from back in the day that was, um, he has a famous devotional called my utmost for his highest. And he says this, I think this is the greatest thought right here. The greatest competitor for our true devotion to Jesus is the service that we do for him. Mm. So for people that, that are trying to do, do, do for God. And when all of that gets taken away, who are we? What's our purpose? You know, what's our identity? And for me, this really was, was eye opening because I can't really do much with my work anymore. And I've been doing it for 17 years. I came out of drug addiction right into this um, ministry kind of stuff. And, and so I'm just learning that how valuable, not the work I do for God, but just who I am because of who he is. And it also goes on to say that one believer that's truly devoted to Jesus is far more valuable than a hundred that have been awakened by his grace. So it's basically saying we have a lot of people out there who have received the love of God through salvation in Jesus Christ, but that maybe don't actually give their whole life to God. They don't surrender everything. And one person that surrenders everything and that takes the time to invest and build their life on the, on the Bible, on who God is, gives us an entire shift of our mental space, identity, the, the fact that God is worthy to be trusted, that he's, you can count on him. We don't know any of that stuff until we get into the word. And so anyway, it's, it's just that don't get distracted by all of the things that we get to do as we're going, hopefully stepping back into our normal lives but continue to build the relationships that we have, like the ones with our families and stuff. But then also, most importantly, the one that, that the Lord's given us, you know, between us and him. And we do that by reading the word and storing it into our heart. Like it's mm -hmm. like the biggest treasure that we can have, you know? Yeah. But anyway, this is probably <laughs> a lot of editing for this, but it's so good. Such good stuff. And um, just thank you so much for your time this morning, taking the time to encourage our listeners and share a little bit of your heart and let you get back to everything you've got going on today, I'm sure. But <laughs> well, my wife and I are like a couple of two old elderly people. Like I cleaned out my garage and like hey. I set up lawn chairs in here. And like, this is where we drink coffee every morning All so right. that we can just not be in our living room where we're, we are for the rest of the day. So we come yeah. out here to have coffee. <laughs> it's like, wow, the little things. But yeah, um, appreciate what you guys do. Thank What's you. one beautiful thing is that Christian radio has been, you know, a constant and is a constant in our culture. Mm -hmm. And so it's just a beautiful thing of, of being able to minister to people when I'm sleeping or you're sleeping, but the, the radio waves are going out with truth and encouragement, and it's a beautiful thing. We're just thankful to be a part of it. <laughs> Thanks for listening to A Closer Look. For more content like this, subscribe to the Shine.fm podcast channel from Olivet Nazarene University.